Welcome to the Dominion of His Voice podcast with Desi Schneider today. What I have on my heart is encouragement for you. And this encouragement looks like you yourself encouraging yourself in the Lord. That we live in an hour where the moment, the situations that we face, that we have to walk through, that we have to conquer on a regular basis that we have to overcome in our mind by remembering that Christ has already overcome all that's in the world. When we bring the finished work of God in our lives, we are actually encouraging ourselves to not quit, to not give up and not cave in, to not cave in to the pressures that are found in the world, to be found standing to the very end. And so the message today is encourage yourself in the Lord. And there's no better example when I talk about encouragement in the Lord is the example of David. The David walked before God and his early life was greatly persecuted. As soon as he got called by God, we see the persecution arose. And he had to encourage himself in the Lord. And you cannot encourage yourself in the Lord if you do not know the Lord. And so the daily reading of the Bible, the consistency of your time in the Bible, in the Word of God is really important in this hour because that is how we get to know God. We get to recognize his faithfulness. We get to see what he has done for the saints of old. We get to see how he came through for the Israelites when the armies of Egypt were breathing on their back, when even prior to that, Pharaoh would not let them go to go worship the living God. How God came through, he sent out plagues. And then he led out his people victoriously right through the Red Sea. And so when we look at these examples from the Old Testament or we look at the New Testament accounts of Paul perseverance and and Peter's texts of overcoming and not giving up, we are being encouraged to keep on running this race with endurance. And so let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 13. Here we'll see this example of David having to encourage himself in the midst of a crowd that was highly discouraged. Not only were his peers discouraged, but they were very upset with David. So much so they wanted to stone him. Let's go to verse 1 of that chapter. 1 Samuel chapter 30. Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag, attacked Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken captive the women and those who were there. From small to great, they did not kill anyone but carried them away and went their way. So David and his men came to the city, and there it was. There it was, void of their loved ones, totally burned up, nothing to behold but sorrow. So what happened? Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. Why? Why? Because they saw, if we go back to verse 3, which I didn't finish reading, 
So David and his men came to the city, and there it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. And in response to this tragedy, they lifted up their voices and wept until there was no more power to weep. Verse 5, And David's two wives, Ahinoam and Jezreelitess, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the Carmelite, had been taken captive. Now David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved. And here we are living in a moment that there is a great grievance of many souls. And so when we stand bold for God, we often would not be liked very much. Because pity wants company. Because those that are moving in sorrow want someone to come alongside of them and to weep with them. Those that have given up, they want someone else to give up and validate their quit moment. But we are a light. We are the light of the world. And there is no quit in us. There is no sorrow in us. There is no grieving nor vexing of spirit in us. But we now have the Holy Spirit that we have been sealed by. We have the promises of God that we are walking out daily. That if God be for us, who can be against us? And so here was David in this moment in the midst of a sorrowful people that are speaking of stoning him because their souls were grieved. Every man was grieving for his son and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And this is what I wanted to communicate today. Strengthen yourself today in the Lord your God. Encourage yourself in the Lord your God and inquire of the Lord. Rather than walk away in sorrow with your shoulders hunched over in despair, still yourself before God. Bring to remembrance his kindness and his mercy. How he saw you through a moment that was hard and difficult in your past. And here you are now. Here you are now. He hasn't left you. He hasn't forsaken you. Here you are now. And so encourage yourself in your moment. And look what David did here. He called the priest. And in verse 8, So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake it? Shall we overcome in this hour? Look at God's response. God answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. This is the moment of without fail, you will recover all. Why? Because the love of God does not fail. And you have the love of God in your heart today as you guarantee that you will make it. That there'll be no failure in the moment as long as you don't quit. As long as you don't faint in your heart. But stay encouraged. Stay encouraged. I'll tell you how I do it. I go to some of my more endeared passages in the New Testament dealing with this, especially in Hebrews chapter 6, here in verse 9. 
But beloved, we are confident of better things concerning you. Yes, things that accompany salvation. Though we speak in this manner, for God is not unjust. Listen, God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown toward His name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end. What is the writer writing? Stay encouraged to the very end. He's saying, "Keep up this confidence that you had in the very beginning." And in verse twelve, that you do not become sluggish. That you don't become slack and lazy, because as soon as you become slack and lazy, you move into weakness. You move really into sorrow. You move into pity. You move into quit. But if you stay encouraged to the very end, you then refuse to become sluggish. And the writer continues, but imitate those who, through faith and patience, Inherit the promise, and so our portion today is faith and patience. Stay encouraged, endure to the end, walk out this powerful and glorious salvation with fear and trembling, and bring to remembrance the prophets of old. And here, the writer of Hebrews continues on to write about Father Abraham. Then I go to the book of James, in James. Five, verse seven. Therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. You see, He is coming. Our King of Kings is coming. We can't lose sight of that because if we lose sight of that, we become sluggish and lazy. But if we imitate the saints of all and keep at the forefront of our mind that He is our soon coming King, then we walk in patience. Then we walk in perseverance because we know that God sees all, and that He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. So stay in faith and patience today. Let's go and read back here. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. You also. Be patient. Establish your heart. This is it. Strengthen your heart today. Encourage yourself in the Lord today. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brethren, lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. My brethren, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and patience. Indeed, we count them blessed who endure. You have heard of the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord, that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. If we go to verse seventeen regarding Elijah, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly. He didn't quit in his prayer. He persevered with faith and 
patience. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. And so we are to persevere in prayer. That is how we stay encouraged in the Lord. It is in the fellowship that we have with the Holy Spirit. And oftentimes, it looks like bringing to remembrance these passages of Scripture. It is going back to these verses and bringing to remembrance the perseverance of the saints of old. And so do not quit in your mind today. Do not cave in to the pressures to sorrow with another and to pity another, but stand and be bold and proclaim the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ that victory is at hand. That victory is at hand. That we will recover all. That it will rain in the land again. That the famine that we might be seeing in this land will come to an end because we will not quit in our prayer closets. Glory be to God. Thank you for coming and listening to Desi Schneider today on this podcast, The Dominion of His Voice. Amen.